10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Right about now, you are listening to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast. Lyric are us. Happy year. Still to be happy about. You're up too old. Job's not finished. Legacy is what you leave behind. Leadership is hard, you are defined. Tomorrow, I don't know the sun gon' shine. So today, I'm trying to replenish my mind. Legacy leader, yeah. Legacy leaders, yeah. Legacy leaders, yeah. Legacy, Lega. Legacy Leaders, welcome to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, presented to you by the Legacy Leadership Learning Group. Uh, this is our live installment of Cold Brew and Convos with your L3G coaches. Uh, this is your co-host, Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., and I am always uh, here with my other co-host, Anthony Devonwife. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on, leaders? Yeah, host, co-host, you know how it goes. Um, Remember, this is a podcast where, as a business owner, entrepreneur, we really teach you the X's and O's and what you need to know to build your business, to start your business, uh, and really fundamentally do the things that you need to do to be a leader and a business owner worth following so that you can then teach and develop your team uh, on how to do the same. And as you build this business, leave a legacy for generations to come. Um, got a couple of things that we want to get into this evening as we, uh, again, go through our, our cold room combos in this live episode. Um, over the last month, uh, within April, we've been going through a series specifically focusing on what you need to do to protect your inner circle. And really going back to the first episode of April, we talked about seven personality types that you should really, really be mindful of uh, and ensuring that they are not in your inner circle. Um, then we, uh, the episode that just dropped this morning, so for our Podbean crew out there, uh, all of our loyal listeners, uh, and even for our uh, viewers on Facebook, if you follow our YouTube channel, the video is going to be dropping this evening. Uh, but that episode has dropped where we talk about why it's important to keep your inner circle small and really focusing on going deep. So really focusing on quality rather than quantity and making sure that you're really investing in those relationships that you have. Uh, so Devon and I wanted to finish up that series uh, and focus on, all right, so if you notice that you have some personalities in there that do not need to be in a circle, maybe it's too big and you want to you know, kind of shrink that uh, and, and pull it back some, how do you remove people from your inner circle that you know should not be there. And it's really more of a hindrance and hurting you. That's what we're going to be discussing this evening, for sure. Yeah, I, and I'm, I'm actually looking forward to getting into this topic um, because I know it's probably, as we've done this series, the question that we've gotten asked the most about, right? Like, okay, <clears throat> I have this long-term relationship um, you know, with a friend. And it's actually funny. We had some friends that came down a couple weeks ago, um, uh, shout out uh, Dana and uh, my boy Jay, um, but he, he and I were just chopping it up and, you know, he was asking about the podcast, he was asking about some of the content that we've been kind of talking about, and he was just sharing his own experience about he's reaching that point in his life, right, kind of his mid-20s, late-20s, where the the maturation level of his friend group it's so diverse. Like it's probably one of the most diverse that it's ever been. Right. You have friends who, um, you know, are still you know trying to find their way or maybe they're you know, living home with parents. You have others that have gone off and started to establish themselves in the world. You have others that have started to build families. Right. And so because of that, he's starting to realize that the season is starting to pass with some of these mm -hmm. uh, friends. Right. Like folks that, hey, I've been. You know, we used to run the block in, in uh, elementary, middle school. We went to the same high school. And then even after that, even though we moved on to college and stuff like that, like when we in the same city or 
Um, if we're not going to the same school, we're still clicked up because we're used to that click, right? And then how do I expand beyond that? And we started getting into the discussion around like, well, how do you, how do you break up friendships, right? Like how do you break up from that relationship <clears throat> or move on in it? Um, and I think, you know, now more than ever, <clears throat> um, it's, you know, I'll speak on my generation. We're not necessarily, um, wired or have that has have had that demonstrated to us like how to navigate that right like how to actually have the conversation like instead what you mostly see happen is people get ghosted right um you just like stop communicating all together it's like eventually they'll get the hit i'm gonna try and avoid them um and that's not the mature way to approach those type of discussions or to approach that type of decision, right? Not to say that you owe the individual you have a relationship with a, a repeated explanation, but you should feel affirm that if you're making this decision because you feel like the season has passed and your um, values don't align or maybe you guys are motivated by different things um, and you need to move in a different direction, you need to have that conversation if not for the benefit of standing firm in your values. And so we'll get a chance to talk about that just a little bit, but I'm really hoping to um, not just break this down, but you know, hopefully as we have people that you know, pop in and are listening live, if you have some thoughts or some feedback or some questions around maybe ways that you've handled it or um, you know, ways that went well, also ways that it didn't go well, um, we would love to um, just engage in the discussion with you guys about that because I think between Jimmy and myself, we'll both kind of share some of our experiences of when it went well and when it didn't go that, the, the best. Yeah, I definitely can say that it's not the type of situation that I've always handled the best. Uh, so for our listeners out there, two ways that you can engage. You can either call in uh, and verbally ask your question and join in on the conversation. We'd love for you to do that. Uh, or you can just type in your question in the uh, chat box and uh, yeah, we'll pose a question and discuss it. So um, before we do that, I just want to, to give a shout out to, to our listeners uh, and our viewers for the comments that they've been leaving uh, and just continuing to engage with us. Uh, the followers that we have, the, the community that we have within Podbeam is continuing to grow. Uh, we had somebody that a couple of days ago uh, just found out about the podcast, loves the podcast, uh, and is, you know, also, I guess, trying to start their own podcast and asking for tips. Uh, so we appreciate that. Uh, we even had somebody leave us a, a negative review, which was cool with us, too. Yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> we know that, uh, you know, this might not be for everybody, but that's OK, because our tribe out there, our community that uh, appreciates the, the content, the conversations and what we're bringing to the table. Um, that's who this is for. So uh, continue to leave comments, uh, positive, negative, regardless. We like the feedback. It definitely continues to uh, drive us to want to continue to get better uh, and improve, improve on what we're doing. Uh, but again, knowing this is not, not going to be for everybody, but if you are an entrepreneur, if you're a small business owner, uh, that is who we're looking to speak to. We want to make sure that we're providing you with content to really, again, start your business, launch your business, and not just get it, but keep it long-term, and again, leaving a legacy for your community uh, and for your family as well for generations to come. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but man, before we, even, before we get into that, how... I haven't had a chance to really speak to you because we got on and jumped on to the live. How you doing today? I'm doing well, man. Um, same old, same old as far as working, all that other good stuff is concerned. Um, I'm really just looking forward to two things. I got two things on the um, the calendar as big things uh, this upcoming uh, weeks. Uh, the first being that this Friday um, is when Mortal Kombat should um, be hitting HBO Max, so definitely got to watch that. Can't wait. Um, and then, um, again, for those that have been following us, you know we're avid sports fans, so you know I got my own the draft. I've been waiting to see how yes. that plays out. <clears throat> so, yes. draft. So, I'm just looking forward to those things, man. And um, yeah, man. Uh, you know, ex you know, honestly, it was just most of most of today's like, man, I can't wait to to pod like i can't wait to pod like all the other stuff i was doing like man i can't wait to get a chance to pod so um i'm excited you. to be here man nah, that's good that's good yeah i'm excited as well um yeah i've had a good day man good day like you said kind of um a, a typical day a normal day uh i'm getting ready to uh to watch i think this is second to last episode of snowfall 
So talking about your inner circle and finding people that shouldn't be in your inner circle and how Franklin St. Clair had to take care of some folks. Uh, if you follow that show, uh, drugs, guns, drugs, guns, it's all good. Uh, my wife always wonder why I watch so many shows that kind of revolve around the same topic, but it's just, I like it. It's good entertainment. Um, but yeah, again, focusing on who you have in your inner circle and when you find somebody that you know should not be there, but we're not going to give any tips on how Franklin has taken care of people and got him out of his inner circle. Um, but yeah, definitely, like I said, excited about that. And Queen of the South, again, another similar show, drugs, guns, uh, but it comes out, they both come out on 10 o'clock on Wednesday. Uh, but I've been rocking with Snowfall. Again, it's coming to the end of the season. So I've been watching that and then I'll wait. So I don't know, sometime this weekend to, to watch Queen of the South. Uh, but trying to be mindful of, you know, the the time that's invested in, in watching TV. Plus, we do a lot of potting, man. So um, we're focusing on the videos. Uh, again, we had episode 38 that just dropped. Uh, the video is just about done. I'm uploading it to, to YouTube. So uh, the video will be published really, really soon. But then uh, I'll say before 10 o'clock for our folks out there that like the visual experience. Um, super glad about how the last cold brewing combos has uh, went. Um, over 100, you know, somewhat downloads on that. So getting a lot of good feedback on that episode. So again, excited and ready to jump into this conversation regarding removing someone from your inner circle. Uh, which can be a rough experience, right? Maybe, you know, um, somebody in in your inner circle could be a friend, a family member. They're just not behaving normal uh, or like they've, they've behaved in the past. Uh, or you just kind of mentioned in, in you know, uh, the intro of what you described as far as the folks that you were spending some time with. Um, things change as we get older, as we get into different points of our life. Uh, sometimes we go down. A different path uh, and we make certain decisions for the better sometimes for the worse and you realize you know what I just really it's not to my benefit to have this person in my inner circle and that doesn't mean that you get rid of them completely Again, we talked about this in a podcast episode feed them with a long spoon make sure that you set up some some uh, boundaries and, yeah you keep them you know at a distance not necessarily, again, you know, getting them out of your life. And sometimes you have to do that, too, based on what they're into, what decisions they've made. If you know that it is not healthy mentally, physically, spiritually for you, um, you may have to cut the, those folks off completely. Um, so, again, things change. Maybe they're not going to go back to how they used to be. So steps that you need to take, uh, again, in order to really remove somebody from your inner circle. Yeah, Um I love the fact that you brought up like one it's it's definitely not not easy, but you also don't want to you don't want to you know have some type of knee jerk reaction the minute that you start noticing you guys are are growing apart to immediately say, all right, I gotta cut ties right like it comes down to identifying like are the changes that you're observing are they situational in nature? Is there something else right mm -hmm. We talk a lot about seeking to understand, but is there something else underlying that's driving this type of behavior, this type of response um, <clears throat> from this person that you've obviously built a relationship with over time. But I think it's also important to acknowledge that once you identify that, okay, this is not a situational thing. This is truly rooted in, um, you know, one of those seven signs of a toxic personality, right? Um, of this uh, person being a manipulator, this person being, uh, you know, maybe a vampire, this person being um, you know, you know, maybe highly egotistical. And so, you know, that their actions are rooted in jealousy, not necessarily like jealousy, malice, not, not your best interest. Um, now you have to, now you have to act on it, right? Now you actually have to go through the process of, um, creating those boundaries, feeding them with a long spoon, um, and then maybe ultimately, um, being able to separate them. Right. Um, and I, I think the, the goal obviously is to, you know, if you're doing it, if you're doing it right, if you're doing it from a mature perspective, right, to be able to clearly set expectations, set boundaries or address the fact that you guys have grown distant and you need to make a different decision um, with how you spend your time. Mm -hmm. um, but to be able to do so without trying to intentionally and intentionally is the operative word hurt feelings. Right. 
because yeah. there's no there's no value in breaking down that relationship and you know throwing away you know the years of um, you know just good good memories and experiences and all that other stuff right like that season was great we're in a different season right now and so being able to balance that and so I th- I think that's kind of the key and the last thing that I'll, I'll just kind of say before um, you know wanting to hear a little bit more from you um, on on this approach right is. You know, not just making sure that you're not hurting uh, hurting them in your, your initial discussion, but if for whatever reason the discussion gets confrontational and they begin to, to push back, like, don't let their reaction um, take you out of your composed, mature, kind of lo- like rooted in logic and sound decision making, um, mm-hmm. you know, a, approach or communication right like just don't do it don't engage right because for me i take that as a sign of this is just a further you know additional validation that i'm making the right decision because if you can't even respect the way that i'm coming at you and having this mature discussion around the decision that i need to make and now i'm hearing about all of these things that you know you like about me you know this that that you don't believe in me you don't believe in what i'm doing you think you you know, you're going to run a little business. You don't know nothing about business. You don't know that, nothing about this. You know, right? You think you're going to be successful. You wouldn't be nothing without me. All of those things are, and I think, you know, our listeners may have heard or seen this before, but all of those things typically are rooted in true feelings that they didn't divulge before now that they're divulging. Mm-hmm. So that existed along with the, you know, the good moments, right? And so, um, it's just affirmation that it's time to move on. The season has passed and that, that you need to move on. Um, now, that's that's how it should go ideally. I'm definitely interested to hear um, kind of your thoughts on it. And then I can talk about, you know, a couple of examples for me personally where that is not how it went ideally and then how I've had to, to deal with that. <laughs> I typically kind of have like, uh, a F you mentality, a forget you mentality, mm-hmm. uh, which has not necessarily served me well or my relationships in the past. Uh, and, you know, you mentioned confrontational. Uh, I, I guess it, it depends on the situation. There's times where I can be very forceful and confrontational. There are a lot of times where, you know what, I'd rather just, you know, step back. Uh, so there's been situations where the relationship change changes or maybe something in in me changes right and, and i see myself going in a different direction uh and instead of again this is in the past instead of really having that conversation with the person because that's what it really boils down to is communication um i would just step back and all of a sudden the phone calls are not as frequent frequent the time spent together is is not as frequent and then you're leaving that person, especially, again, this is a friend, this could be a family member, somebody you really care about, um, leaving them with questions, right? And again, it may be something that, not necessarily that they've done, but something deeper has changed, but it's happened in you. And I just realized, okay, for me to go again in this new direction uh, and make some positive changes in my life, I might need to separate myself a little bit. Um, but again, that's what you should not do, right? Is not communicate, not speak to the individual. Um, just be present, you know, in in taking the steps to, to try to, to break off the friendship or at least the closeness that you have, right? Because again, we're talking about removing somebody from your inner circle. So it doesn't mean that they're not on the outer circle. Um, but just scheduling some time, reaching out to them, like, hey, like, you know, I've been going through some things, there's some, some some feelings that I have, some things that I want to express that I, I really, you know, would like to have that conversation with you. Um, and like you said, if if it's something that they're doing, doing your best to explain to them your point of view, where you're coming from, um, it can really be, you know, kind of that <laughs> that old thing that we say, right? Well, it's really not you; it's me. It's me. But but in, in reality, that's what it is, right? It's it's. I'm at a different point where like, I just can't rock with that anymore. I can't rock with that mentality. I can't rock with, with the things that you're doing with the business that you're into. When I say business, you know, how the individual is, is looking to provide for themselves. It could be a situation where they're doing something illegal. You just never know. And like, I can't be around that anymore. 
Um, I've also seen situations where, you know, you're growing and you realize that this other person, they're not like Mm -hmm. they're very static. They're very comfortable and they just want to stay in that space. Uh, And it gets to a point where man, I love you and I I still want to be around you. But like I'm trying to have different conversations. I'm trying to talk about these things. Uh, I'm trying to progress and and move forward. Uh, And if that's not what you're looking to do, then it the inevitably kind of natural like the conversations just tend to get a little bit boring like i think about you know past relationships and, and folks that i grew up with in high school like how many times are we going to continue to talk about what happened back in the day and reminisce on stories from high school like bro i'm 44 years old i love you but like can we create new memories can we do some new things talk about you know um your the things that you're trying to accomplish from your uh, your career perspective, you know, things that you're doing with your kids to, to again provide a solid foundation and a legacy, you know, for your family, whether that's generational wealth or the things that you're teaching spiritually, the road that you're leading your family down. Um, talking about things again that are looking forward, right? So forward thinking as opposed to um, looking into the past and always having conversations like that. So those are typically. For me, the the situations that I found myself in, that I've realized, okay, I have to to start making some some different decisions and having some conversations with folks to just really explain. And sometimes it just kind of naturally happens, and it's like you know what you you naturally start to 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 kind of you know have distance within that relationship uh, and realize that it's not it's not serving us as you know, mutually is not serving the same type of purpose and benefit. Um, and that might sound weird for, for, for folks out there, but it shouldn't be always be about what I can give or what I can take, you know, from this individual. We're coming in uh, as two individuals to provide friendship, to provide love, to provide inspiration, encouragement, direction, whatever it may be. And if, if we're not to be, you know, if we're not able to, to truly mutually benefit each other, again, we're not talking about completely breaking somebody off, but I just really need to, to have that conversation and remove you from the inner circle. Um, obviously not necessarily using those words, but hey, maybe we just need to, to separate some different things that I'm on. Uh, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm being called and being led in a different direction. And, and I love you. I just don't know that with the things I'm doing right now that I'm going to have enough time to be able to to invest, knowing that I just don't feel like the, the relationship is 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 healthy for either one of us. Mm-hmm. So I have to I have to be the one to to make that decision if if they especially don't see it themselves. Yeah, man. I, there's a, a couple of things that you actually touched on which I love. First is um, I'm reminded of this um, quote that I heard from um, Steve Stout. Steve Stout is a well-known, you know, marketing uh, guru, hip-hop marketing guru, brand ambassador, um, brand builder. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he was chopping it up on this podcast and somebody was asking him like, hey man, how do you know when a relationship has run its course, right? Because um, obviously, you know, Steve being, you know, as prominent in the game as he has, he came up with maybe, you know, his friends, building something with his friends, mm-hmm. and then has gone off to grow, continue to grow as a businessman, uh, as a thought leader, as a businessman, um, and his friends may have not, right? Um, and so um, he said something that was so profound to me, which was like, you know, if the the nature of your conversations every time you get around this and you know these individuals, an individual is always about um, what it was, right? Like mm-hmm. what it, what it used to be. Then that's usually a sign that you need to let it be. I like right? that. Yeah, right? this is usually a sign that you need to let it be, right? Like if all we're going to be focusing on is what it used to be, it's usually a sign that you need to let it be. Um, and so facts. <laughs> uh, and so uh, that really resonated with me, just kind of you know what you're sh- what you're sharing, um, because, yeah, if the nature of our conversation is always, like you said, you know, man, back in high school, back in this, back in uh, like the, the goal is the goal is always about growth in every facet of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Um, obviously, you know, we spend quite a bit of time talking about um 
entrepreneurship and, and building a business as the vehicle because we know in order to do that, all the other facets have to be on point. Your family life, your spiritual walk, right? Sharpening your saw, your health, your wellness, all that stuff has to be on point in order for this vehicle of entrepreneurship and business building in order to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's about growth. So I don't want the greatest thing I've ever accomplished to be when I was in high school. Yeah, facts. You feel me? Like, if if that's it, right? That those four years are the most fruitful years of my life, right? At so I'm, you know, you start at, you know, for me, I started at age thirteen. I graduated by age seventeen, right? Um, average life expectancy for um, you know uh, uh, an adult in America is right what into you like seventy five, mm-hmm. <clears throat> right? So we're gonna call it like another fifty eight years. Like, fam, so you're telling me I got another 58 years of worse than high school? <laughs> well, I just put that in perspective, you know what I mean? So um, I, I love the fact that, like, being, being aware of that. And the other thing I would say, too, and I think what would make this probably a little bit more difficult for our, le- our listeners, right, is because we also pride ourselves on being leaders, right, uh, or truly being leaders. And we know that being a leader also means servantship. It means um, mm. sacrifices, means growth, it means helping people. And so you have that internal struggle of, man, but this is my man's though. Like, mm-hmm. how do I, like, I, I can't abandon him. I have to, you know, I'm trying to serve him. I'm trying to, right, I need to lead him, right? He's doing all these bad things. Like, if I could just get in there and I could just lead them. And the from my own experience, what I would share with our, our, our listeners, right, is that the, you know, we all know that a fundamental, a fundamental component of being an effective leadership is having individuals who want to be led, mm-hmm. right? right? It's having individuals who want to be led. And, um, and I would even take it a step further than not just, not to, uh, to not just say having individuals who want to be led, but also individuals that in various moments can also lead you, right? Like the individuals that I surround myself with, the, 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 the leadership, you know, ball, if you want to call it right, mm-hmm. gets passed between us in a litany of interactions, right? Like one moment, Hey, I may be called the lead because of what I, the mental space I'm in and what I know at this time. Right. And so I'm helping to lead through that. Mm-hmm. Um, in another moment, you know, the person that I was leading through, um, you know, maybe a, a financial situation is now helping to lead me through a fatherhood situation mm-hmm. right? because they have more experience in that. And so it has to be, like you said, this give and take of the relationship. It can't just be I'm the only one that's providing the leadership, but I can't get led out of this relationship because if you if you're in that dynamic, that's when you're unequally yoked. That's when you start finding out that, hey, this relationship is not as fruitful and staying in a a less than fruitful relationship can actually be the seeds to resentment. Mm. Right. Like, you know, I I loved because you you brought this up, but like you're saying, like, man, this is not mutually beneficial for both of us. And that's not, you know, uh, know, tongue in cheek or passive aggressive to be like. You know, hey, I'm going to say that, hey, you're not benefiting from this, even though I think I'm, you know, I'm not the problem here. It's not that. It's genuinely acknowledging that if they are not in a position where they they want to naturally grow or mature or move away from the things that they're doing, how do you think it makes them feel when you're in the space and you're not on that same page and you're exactly. not reciprocating that energy? It's like, damn, this cat, do you think you're better than me? Like, like, yeah, like, man, I don't even want to talk to bro, bro. Like, he, you know, uptight, he a little stuck up, like... <laughs> <laughs> and and it's not that at all. It doesn't come from that. It's just like man, I'm not on that energy. So it can't be it can't be mutually beneficial for you if I if you look at me as a reflection of your your shortcomings. Mm. I don't want you to look at me as your friend, as your as somebody who cares for you, as merely a reminder or a reflection of your shortcomings. That's not what I'm here to provide. I'm supposed to be a reflection of your of your potential, a reflection of of your growth, or refle- right because. You should be able to look at me and I see growth um, and see growth and I should be able to look at you and see the growth that I've made. And if and if I'm looking at you and I can't see the growth and you're looking at me and you can't see the growth. 
FM, how are we going to benefit from this, right? So um, I, I felt compelled to kind of share those things after listening to you, man, because you, you really were just dropping some nuggets along the way. And I know that a lot of our listeners, our legacy leaders that may be listening are like, but bro, like, how can I turn my back on, dude? Like, we went, to, we went through all of this together. And it brings me back to the point that you've made a couple of times as we've gone through this series, right? Which is, again, this is for a season. There's nothing mm-hmm. to say that this won't come back around. That when they grow, and we've all been there, hell, we've been there as kids with our parents. We may have had that that moment where we wasn't understanding what they were on and why they were being so hard. And he's like, oh, you just always trying to remind me of how I'm, fall- I'm coming up short. And then we grew and we matured and we came right back around to our parents like, hey, you was right back then. Back then, I was tripping. You were right. Like, I really appreciate the way that you loved on me. I really appreciate the fact that you navigated that situation the, the way that you did. Mm-hmm. And that same type of discussion or dynamic can exist with your friends. And that's why it's important that when you're having that discussion, it's rooted in still empathy, still love, still care, but also being strong enough um, as leaders to make the decisions that... Most people can't. That's why we're in leadership positions, right? To make the decision that most people can and most people want and step away because eventually the season may change and they may need to come back around and you don't want them to harbor resentment about how you guys ended up separating. Yeah. One thing that you mentioned that, that stood out to me too is like, man, like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want the, the things that I have, the best things that I've accomplished to be in high school in that same tone, though, like, I don't want what we've accomplished, the best things that we've accomplished together to be 5, 10, 15 years ago. So even when I look at our relationship, man, like, I go back to Trinity Fitness, and obviously we were in business together from an employment standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so teammates and working together there. Uh, but, when, you know, ask you to be a board member, uh, the first board member that we have for Fraternity Fitness besides Stacy and myself um, and, and working together on those things. Um, when, you know, we were working together and, and helping, you know, this this politician uh, with uh, marketing and, and, and uh, publicity and ad campaigns and things of that nature and social media marketing, uh, again, working together and trying to accomplish some things and doing some things. Um, you know, as we continue to, to move on and progress, even if we weren't necessarily in necessarily in business together, but accomplishing things together. And then forget all that stuff as far as like entrepreneurship. Uh, but even again, at, in the workplace, how many things that as a team did we collectively accomplish together? So there's there's a continuation. Again, it gets back to the mindset. It gets back to the trajectory that we're on and realizing that, man, no, I, I want to continue to build with this individual because we're, we're like-minded, not exactly alike, but we're like-minded. And again, we, we have similar visions for ourselves, for our team, for our family. And because of that, we're continuing to build a legacy together, individually, separately, but also as a team. Um, and if I can't say like, man, when's the last time that we really, even if it's not, you know, something uh, I'm, I'm using those examples because, again, we're speaking to, to entrepreneurs and small business owners. But even if it's like, man, when's the last time that we had like a really meaningful, profound conversation where you taught me something or I taught you something or I shared an experience that that shifted the, the paradigm for you and had you seen things and opening your eyes in a completely different way? Or you held me accountable and you said something to me that, you know what, that I needed to hear, even if I didn't want to hear it. Like if we're not having those type of conversations and and again, continue to foster that type uh, and that that deep of a relationship then like, bro, like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? And, and it just gets to a point where I have to be honest with you. Honesty is the best policy. I have to be honest with you in, in how I'm feeling. Uh, and and then listen, you know, make sure that you listen to, to your friend, to your business partner, whoever this individual is. It could be a family member. Uh, listen to that individual. Try to get a, a better understanding of, of where they're coming from, too. But if you know that, you know, this is the decision that I've made and I really feel like there needs to be some distance between us, like stick to your guns. Like don't, you know, don't go back on that and just make sure that you follow through on that decision that you made, knowing that in the long run, again, it's going to be best, not just for you, 
but for your friend or your family member or this you know this business partner that you may have no man well said man well said um i i think people can hopefully appreciate like the the passion that we're speaking um, about this topic with comes from one understanding that everything everything that we do from a success perspective from a legacy perspective comes down to the relationships that we're able to mm-hmm. and establish right like <clears throat> gosh i was having this conversation i forgot how we got on it. i was having this conversation with gabriella um about a little bit about legacy but also um about um you know like people passing and what happens when you pass and um, all of that. And, you know, one of the things I was just bringing up to her, um, we were talking about like, why would people want to, um, ensure that their, their grave site would like be visited in the future and what, and why is that important? Mm-hmm. And I was just sharing with her, like, yeah, like kind of one of the scariest things, you know, for folks, you know, when they think about their mortality and, 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 you know, passing and moving on is the fear that, your, your, your memory, your, you, who you are as an individual get lost to time. Mm. Right. Because like, uh, actually I know exactly how we got on it because we were, we we were having the conversation around, um, uh, DMX passing, um, Mm -hmm. right. We were listening to, uh, Joe Budden podcast and they were chopping it up about that. And they were saying that even though he's 50 something years old, that the impact that he's had hit, you know, is you know equivalent to a hundred like he lived a hundred years right in terms of his impact and um joe actually went on to say like well, is you know for me i actually feel like it's almost like maybe like 200 you know 200 300 years in terms of how the people he touched what he meant to a culture what he meant to people will re- reverberate through time right yeah. there's, there's these names that we continue to hear about or hold on to that have literally survived time, right? Um, I was watching um, on HBO Max, I was watching this documentary, it was talking about like people that have shaped history and the decisions that they make. And I've always been an Alexander the Great fan. Like I've just been compelled by his story. I've been compelled um, by, by his vision. I've been compelled by his shortcomings as a leader. And to think that like, we still talk about Alexander the Great, Alexander the Third, right? Uh, you know, from Macedonia, who um, took over for his father after his father was killed by um, his royal guard, um, you know, became king of Greece, essentially, at the age of 1920, and then went on to build the largest empire, the largest mm-hmm. empire um, that the world had ever known, right? And this is back in antiquity, right? So you're talking about, like, again, before the rise of the Roman Empire, before all of those things. And here we are in 2021 on a podcast with technology that Alexander the Great could never even fathom what really ever exists, still mentioning his name. His name is not lost to time. And that's because of relationships. That's because of the impact that he had on folks that that um, that he came into contact with, those that he conquered, all of those things. Right. So where I bring that back is when we're talking about, you know, something as simple as, you know, your inner circle and, you know, making those decisions, delivering difficult news, because these are obviously difficult conversations, we still come back to talking about the empathy, the care, and, you know, honoring the relationship, even if the relationship mm-hmm. is moving into another season, right? Because when you talk about the, the legacy that you build, there have been individuals that I've had to have difficult conversations with, you've had to have difficult conversations with, maybe it impacted their employment, maybe it was whatever, Right. That in the moment, it was anger, frustration, all understandably so, because what that meant for the situation they were in, that years later, when they came back around and they were able to mature, they were like, hey, bro, I just want to let you know, I really appreciated how you handled this situation. I really appreciated how you um, communicated this. I really appreciated how you really tried to mold and shape and develop me. And I fell short. I had to learn along the way. But now that I've grown, I can see Right. So that's why we keep coming back to this message of how you communicate this, how you communicate the breakup, how do you communicate, you know, being firm, affirmed in your decision, not backtracking on that, um, but also still being empathetic, still being caring, still being understanding um, as you're delivering this this difficult news, because it comes down to relationships, guys. It all comes down to relationships. 
all right? And, you know, whether you're building a business, whether you're building a family, whether you're um, truly, like, building your legacy comes down to the relationships and how you shepherd those relationships, steward those relationships. Um, that will ensure that your name is not lost, your impact is not lost to time, all right? Um, so... Again, that's why we are uh, speaking as passionately as we are about this stuff, man, because it, it truly is important. Like um, everything, everything that that we talk about um, with the podcast, everything that we we coach on, um, you know, when, when working with uh, business leaders um, and businesses, it comes down to that. Like, you know, how do you make the most out of these relationships? Yeah, because in, in the end, it doesn't matter, you know, about the widget, about the product, about the service it we're all ultimately in the business of people. And when you're talking about being in the business of people, you're talking about relationships. Uh, and I think it's important, you know, you mentioned like just approach the situation with love. And when you do that, the words that you use tend to be kinder. They tend to be gentler. Um, and as you said, that, that person really realizes that they realize your heart and where you're coming from. And, and ultimately to that, you know, like it does hurt. Like, like, bro, I love you. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, like, you my man. It's like, we've done some things together, but I just realized that, like, sometimes things have to change. And, um, but listening to them and, and again, gaining their perspective. Uh, so we have a question. Uh, the magnificent, wonderful Elena Giselle, one of our, our loyal listeners, <laughs> legacy leader in the making. Uh, how do you tell the difference between a friend who needs your help and one who is a detriment to you? Great question. Um, so I, I can kind of share uh, my experiences because um, it's twofold. Sometimes behaviors can be um, masked as, um, I don't know the best way to say it, like can be masked as like, uh, you know, false acknowledgement or humility, um, like a desire to want to get better, but their actions don't align with that. So first thing I would say is, uh, if a friend truly has a desire to grow, they're having conversations with you about growth, right? About your growth, about their own growth. They're usually expressing or confiding in you, their desires or aspirations. And it's rooted in something that called that would call them to be greater than what they are today. Yeah. Right. Right. Like the conversations, I think about the conversations that you and I have had, um, over the years, um, from our very first convo, you know, 12, 13, 14 plus years ago, I mean, time is just flying, but, um, mm -hmm. our first conversation was really rooted in uh, me expressing to you a desire to be something gr that would require me to be greater than the person and the leader that I was that day. Right. Um, and so that's definitely an indicator that, hey, they need they want help. They need help. Right. And they are genuinely either seeking it out um, so they can grow in these areas. But then it's also twofold. Right. It's not just merely a conversation about what they can get from you, but they're willing to try and love on you as well and share openly something new that they learned that in hopes of helping you and your growth. If the conversations are not centered around that, not centered around aspirations that require them to be more than what they are today, not sitting around um, checking in with you and finding out again, like what's going on with you and how are you doing? Right. And, and let me have, let me have those type of conversations. Um, if it's not centered, centered in that, then usually that's probably a person that's a detriment. Um, and actually this is a good segue too, because we just spent um, our most recent NBA series talking with um, Sunil Gatsi, who um, will be dropping that episode with, uh, you know, for our legacy leaders here pretty, um, shortly next week, and the the gist of our conversation was really rooted in the power of intuition, right? The power of intuition. Um, what is intuition? The science behind intuition, because it's not just this abstract, obscure um, notion. And um, what does it mean to be attuned with your intuition and your your signals of intuition, and listen to those and execute on those. And so, uh, in true Sunil, uh, you know, fashion, I'm pretty sure if he's listening, he appreciate this, which is, you know, your intuition also play a, a part in there too. Like, you know, in these interactions, if you're listening to the, your, in, your intuitive signals, nah, man, this is, this is, this is not where I need to be. This is not mm -hmm. fruitful for me. There's no benefit here. Like I, I feel outside of my element. I feel, um, 
I feel like if other folks that that knew me and uh, knew my growth or knew how I was trying to grow came in and caught me in this interaction right now with this person around this person, they would look at me weird like, eh, this doesn't align with the conversations we have, right? Um, and for me personally, it took me having a couple of those moments for me to realize, yeah, okay, there's certain relationships that I need to take a step back from, right? Certain relationships I need to take a step back from. Um, and so, yeah, those, those are the things I would give you. Um, again, if they really want to grow, you're like you're going to feel that intuitively and the conversations are going to reflect that. They're going to be talking to you about their aspirations that require them to be a greater person than they are today. And they're also going to want to make sure that you're growing in the process. Right. Because it's not about, mm -hmm. um, again, perfection. Right. It's about direction. Um, about direction. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, if they're trying to head in the right direction, that'll be apparent. And if it's a detriment, you'll feel it intuitively. And again, all the conversations, like we said, are going to be about what used to be, not what will be. Um, and again, like Steve Scott said, that's a sign you need to let it be. Yeah. And even, you know, going back to um, episode 37. Uh, and the, again, the seven toxic personality types, right? You know, using that as a barometer to say, okay, I'm starting to sense something intuitively. I'm hearing things, I'm seeing things. This person is reminding me of this, you know, somebody who, who has uh, this, this ego, uh, somebody who is, is draining me of my energy. Now, when you start to have those conversations, if, if you realize that, again, there's a, a deeper a deeper issue, a deeper challenge going on with that individual, then yeah, how do I, how do you help? And maybe it's again, in that conversation, hey, this is, this is what I've noticed. These are the facts. These are the, the observations that I've made. These are the decisions I've seen you make. These are the things I've heard you say. And because of that, I feel like there needs to be some, some separation Having said that, like, I still love you and I want to be able to try to help you. I want to be able to provide you with some advice. Uh, you know, maybe maybe if it's just saying, hey, maybe you should get some some counseling and talk to somebody um, and helping them through that situation. Then also, as you as you provide tips, tactics, suggestions, maybe you even give them a phone number or a website mm -hmm. and then you follow up. You know, to talk to me, like, you know, we, we, we realized that, man, there's some things going on. You know, I, I gave you some suggestions of people that you could speak to, some resources that are available to you. Like, what steps did you take? And if you see that this individual is not taking those steps, right, they're not seeking help. They're not seeking to, to get better uh, and improve. Again, maybe it's uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, a situation they're going through. And again, that's a strong indicator that, you know what, I'm going to have to start to pull back because I'm, I'm pouring out, right? Um, you talked about, you know, you mentioned energy earlier. So I'm expending calories. I'm giving energy, but that same type of energy is not coming back in the sense of they're not taking action. They're not doing things. So do they really want help? Uh -huh. And if I get the sense that they don't, then... I definitely know not only do I need to, to pull back, but maybe again, I'm, I may need to just kind of uh, cut it off completely or cut it off for a time. Um, but just, you know, paying attention to to their reaction and are they going to at least try, right? It doesn't mean that things change or things, you know, progress tremendously overnight, but are they at least trying to improve that situation? Again, it can be mentally, spiritually, emotionally, uh, and kind of take, you know, take those keys as you're observing the actions that they take or do not take. No, absolutely, man. Great question. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, you know, I guess to, just to, to, to wrap it up is, you know, being, even with that last example that we just gave, you know, being very thoughtful and conscious of your, your friends feeling your family members' feelings, um, you know, when you're talking about what actually went wrong and maybe things that they can probably should, you know, really consider doing differently. Again, talk about the facts, but be ready, you know, for folks that have their feelings hurt. Sometimes, as you mentioned earlier, Devon, people get defensive. Think about, it's funny, I, I was, <laughs> I did a, a, a lunch and learn this afternoon on uh, effective communication skills and preparing to deliver a message. Right. And one of the, the tips is when you think about the audience 
and who you're going to speak to and, and this, this message that you're going to deliver is also thinking about what type of reaction may they have. Is it going to be excitement? Are they going to be hurt? Are they going to be pissed off? You know, what are the possible, especially if you know this person, what are the possible reactions that they can have? And then thinking about how am I going to to handle that reaction and that situation when we get in there? What can I say? What should I say? So it may not have been happened, but at least if it does and it gets to that point, you've already you've ran the play in your mind. You've gone through it. You've ran it a few times and you have a better idea and understanding uh, of how to handle and approach that situation. If people's feelings get hurt or people get pissed off and there is, you know, hostility that, that may rise out of the situation. Yeah, man. Great advice. I agree. And then finally, you know, it, I think it's important too to. To take some time for yourself when you're talking about a, a friendship, uh, when you're talking about. You know, you don't you don't necessarily I want to say lose a family member. You may get into an argument or feel like, you know what, I need to step back, you know, from, you know, from this family member. Um, but like when you realize that, like the relationship may never be the same, you know what I mean? And just taking time for yourself, if you need to, to just kind of mourn the loss of the friendship itself or to mourn the loss of what that used to be um, so that you can properly go through it in your mind, in your heart, in your spirit. Uh, and then once you've gone through that process and, um, again, have kind of digested that, right, then, you know, you'll be able to, to move forward uh, in a much more healthier and a much more effective way. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's almost a requirement, right? Like you mm -hmm. really do need to give yourself that space. And um, you shouldn't feel um, you shouldn't feel embarrassed or ashamed or conflicted um, by that. Like, you can mourn the loss of a relationship while still knowing that separating the relationship or moving on is still the right thing for you. Yeah. It's still the right thing for you. And that goes for, um, again, friendships that goes for, um, personal relationships. Um, again, having, um, experienced that, uh, myself, like you can mourn the relationship and the experiences that you had while also knowing that this is the right decision for you, um, based off of where you want to be, um, you know, not just, um, you know, trying to hold on to what you, what you were. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll give you a boom. Lots of, of golden nuggets that we've dropped. So legacy leaders, we appreciate you guys. We talked about Sunil Godsey, who is the next uh, guest on our Mentored by Adversity series. Definitely stay tuned for that. That is going to be dropping next week uh and if you haven't listened to the episode that just dropped uh on wednesday april 21st make sure that you listen to that so as always god bless and stay encouraged y'all until next time